listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Impemba here with Colby Conway, breaking down Wednesday's six-game main slate here on the Better Baseball MLB DFS Playbook podcast here on the Better Sports Network and Fantasy Alarm social channels. Uh, Colby, you and I did the 5 p.m. live stream there on Tuesday, getting everybody ready for the main slate. Uh, starting off, as we expected, Patrick Corbin getting hammered by the New York Mets, an early 4-0 lead uh, on the docket there. So hopefully we can break down this six-gamer on Wednesday uh, as we did the Tuesday slate here. A lot of great pitching for just being six games. Uh, a lot to break down here today. Absolutely. Anytime you have a slate with Spencer Strider, Max Scherzer, hopefully Max Scherzer, we should say, Justin Verlander and some other guys there, the pitching is going to be interesting. And then, of course, we got Atlanta on the slate, which means Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, Austin Riley. Basically, the question pretty much on any slate when Atlanta's on it, to stack Braves or to not stack Braves. Exactly. And it makes it more difficult when Spencer Strider's on that slate because he is very expensive. Before we jump into breaking down this Six game slate here. Obviously, a little bit of a quick show tonight given the slate size. Shout out to our friends at RT Sports. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm. Promo code alarm23. New users will get a 100% deposit match with their first deposit. Use that deposit match to take part in the DFS Pick'em Contest or still time remaining to join their fantasy football or best ball fantasy football championship contest there. Again, the NFL season kicks off on Thursday. Don't miss out on your chance on a $500,000 grand prize with their Fantasy Football Championship Contest. Still accepting entries, still plenty of time to draft. Sign up today. Remember, go to rtsports.com slash alarm, promo code ALARM23. Colby, got the six games up here. We got Detroit versus New York, Mets versus Washington, St. Louis versus Atlanta, Chicago versus Kansas City, Houston, Texas, Baltimore, LA. A lot of those games uh, finishing up their series, starting their series, somewhere in between here. Uh, but we mentioned the top pitching here. Three guys over 10K, and then a big drip down in pricing after that. We have Strider at 12-3 against St. Louis, and then Scherzer and Verlander going up against one another. Scherzer at 11K, Verlander at 10-2. Obviously, Spencer Strider finds himself in a pretty good spot here against St. Louis if you can afford him on a six-game slate. But do you find yourself looking at either Scherzer or Verlander in their spots? I don't know if I can because you're you're already going into the game before first pitch knowing that your chances of a win are probably a little bit diminished, just or maybe not diminished, but you're in a tougher spot, right? You're not Spencer Strider going up against Dakota Hudson. You're a guy going up against, well, you're one of your former teammates just as of you know a little bit ago. So I can't get to Scherzer. I don't know what to make of his forearm fatigue issue that we can't seem to figure out as you know, they said it's because of fatigue that he had forearm tightness. And I don't know. I raised my eyebrows on that one a little bit. So yeah. two good offenses here going against. I don't I don't think I'm going to try to have to make that decision. I think I'd rather just fork up the extra thousand plus or even two thousand plus from Verlander, just get the strider and call it a day. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a full agreement with you there. Of course, on DraftKings, the difficulty is, OK, you're paying twelve thousand three hundred dollars for your SP one. You still want to get some bats in. Where are you going to go with your SP two? Some interesting spots here because we just saw Matt Manning face this New York Yankees team. They shut them out over two innings. He's actually pitched really well now for four straight starts, three straight starts of six innings, allowing just one total run, four straight starts actually allowing just one total run, a couple of unearned runs there. I mean, 
Clark Schmidt on the other side of him there. Certainly a winnable game. Do you think Manning is worth going back to it? Or are you worried about a pitcher facing the same lineup for the second time in a row? Yeah, I mean, there's some concern there. But at this price point, I mean, why the heck not? Over the last two weeks, Yankees are striking out like 27% of the time against right-handed pitching with a sub-200 batting average or below the Mendoza line as a team. I know there's little pieces that we tend to like here and there on given slates, but in this one is your SP2, and it's a really just a, a hodgepodge of random, normal, like medium range yeah. guys. None of them really do it for you. I mean, why not take a chance with with the Matt Manning type? I like his chance of a win. I think some Detroit bats might be in play against Clark yeah. Schmidt, and at that price point, hey, he's done it once in terms of shutting down the Yankees. So he's got it in his bag of skills and abilities, right? It's there. We've seen it. 100%. I think, again, I think both pitchers in this slate could be viable. Schmidt gave up three earned six hits in just four and two-thirds in that game. Three walks that allow a homer, but he had seven strikeouts uh, during that start there. Um, you know, Schmidt, a much better surprisingly at home this year. 3-9-1 ERA versus 5-2-9 on the road. Um, you know, Kyle Gibson's kind of been a meh pitcher for most of this year. Got rocked a couple times lately to really balloon his ERA. He's got the Angels that could be without Otani. I know we liked Dean Creamer here on the Tuesday slate. Gibson doesn't really do too much for me. Sandoval is a lefty against Baltimore to the third straight game for Baltimore facing a lefty pitcher. You know, not great probably for Sandoval in that spot. So you really are looking at the value of Schmidt Manning. And then could you float out a Jordan Lyles here coming off maybe his best start in a decade? Boston, eight innings, two earned runs allowed, seven strikeouts. Uh, did he just, you know, have the perfect storm in that start against Boston or did the White Sox matchup make him maybe an appealing play for you this time ago, especially if Lewis Roberts not in the lineup? Yeah, it's weird to say. I mean, he's been better. He's been better at home. Still an ERA north of five, but (laughs) I mean, he's, he's been better at home. I mean, he had such a nice streak there from, uh, a profit potential and that he was just a given for two, three, four, five earned runs. And yeah. then he just comes out here and blanks boss. And of course I was on the other side of that one. So was I, yeah. <laughs> as, as probably most were. Yeah. Um, I think it's contrarian for sure. I think it kind of has some shades of like trying to be the smartest person in the room sure. to go for it. I totally get attacking the white Sox. You, I can, you know, outside of when the lefties facing it's I'm Luis Robert all the way, but Lyles is not that I think you can do it. I just, I don't think you need to. I think sure. that's what it comes what it comes down to. I agree with you. Listen, it's a small slate. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of people just go Strider and then one of this Detroit Yankees matchup. I think they mm-hmm. just plug in a Schmidt or a Manning and they let it ride and they roll uh, with Spencer here. No interest, obviously, in anybody like Tukey, Adon. You know, not going to pitch Hudson, uh, Budo here. Any any other pitchers? It looks like this guy is just going to be a. a eh, they said he might. St- I mean. 93 pitches. He did get a start or two early. Mm-hmm. Um, any interest here in Jose Budo? No, I probably I probably won't be I won't be going there. At least like Tuki Toussaint gives you like some strikeout upside. Sure. I'm not quite sure. I mean, Budo did have five over two and two thirds in his last one, but I just no, nah, I I'm I don't think I'm gonna get below Manning. I actually really like Matt Manning's price point. Yeah. I I, I hear you completely again. It's not not a big slate of pitching options. You pick pick a game, pitcher in this Yankees Detroit game, throw in Strider. Uh, if we went Strider and Manning, what kind of build does we go here on the small slate? That's thirty-eight seventy-five uh, for our next positions here. Uh, catch a spot against six games. We're going to look maybe for some value. Uh, no unfortunate Gabriel Moreno plug for us here. That's a that's obviously a big sad, but uh, you know we could find ourselves 
with some spots here uh, at catcher. Which ones kind of stick out to you? If you go really cheap, I mean, Yasmani Grandal has got some good BVP numbers against Jordan Lyles for his career. Um, Lyles hasn't been great against lefties. OPS yeah. around 840, 354 Woba. So, I mean, you could probably do worse than Grandal. And again, <clears throat> excuse me, we're probably not paying up for catching anyway. Right. I mean, I'm again, we'll never say no to Adley of the sorts, but I think you're going to have to look somewhere, somewhere a little bit cheaper. I mean, Francisco Alvarez for the yeah. most part hits righties quite well. And he homered um, tonight off of Corbin. So, yeah. you know, ready to, ready to go. That's, that's the one I gravitated towards as well. Yeah. And if, if we find ourselves with some extra money left over, like, you know, maybe you could go up and, you know, Darno if he's in the lineup against Hudson, you know, or, or Salvi against Tucson, you know, something in that range, but I, I like Alvarez a lot here as well. Uh, 3,500 still gives us more money to play with. Uh, Cause as we move across the platform, these guys start to get pretty expensive mm-hmm. figuring out which direction we want to go. Uh, Torgelson Olson, uh, you know, two guys Mount castles at 46, some first basemen that are certainly in great spots. Yeah. And again, it seems like Baltimore can only get lefties at this point. So some of those right-handed bats look pretty good. So I definitely don't mind, Mount Castle in there. And if you look around from there, it, the first base is interesting. Like, I mean, I like Matt Olson, as yeah. probably the whole world does, two for three in his career against Hudson. And then outside of that, I mean, I would love, I would love to play Torkelson. I just, yeah. it's lefties against, it's lefties against Schmidt that have done more damage. It's not to say that Tork can't, especially because yeah. basically what we're doing, we're playing for the home run at that playing point. Playing for the home run, yeah. But, you know, you start looking at it, is a $5,000 Torkelson a better investment than a 6200 Olson? Probably not. I mean, I would even, you know, Adon and Alonzo at 47 could be interesting too, just from a power perspective. Um, you know, the other one I was looking at here was uh, Chanel. I mean, just I know he started to really, you know, dip off. Small sample sizes will do that to you here, but I don't think much of Kyle Gibson. Uh, you know, Chanel's been leading off for them. I, I could, I could find myself getting to thirty five hundred dollars there for for a lineup play. Yep, lefty's hitting three hundred four against Gibson this year, three sixty two Woba. Yep. So, and he hits near the top of the order. And the nice thing too is he is not afraid to take the base on balls. He will, no. he will walk. He, yeah. he is fine to do it. So, thirty five hundred, that's good split. And then also too, when you look at his numbers, I mean, it's not like he's been a slouch of late. Like he's putting up numbers. So, yeah, hard to complain. Yeah, a couple of offers, and because it's small sample size, he's hitting 270. But like two days ago, he's hitting 350. So yeah. uh, that's the way it is. Uh, Justin Vreeland's favorite player here, Daniel Vogelbach, 905 OPS, three homers over the last 10. I mean, he's going to be in the lineup, right? Because yeah. they have the righty on the mound here. So uh, $2,600 punt play. I don't know how he manages to be a good baseball player or a good ish baseball player at times, but. Uh, right now, he is swinging a decent bat, so I, I could give some looks to Vogelbach at his price. For sure. For sure. Yeah, it's first base is, I think, you're at the tippy top or you're kind of going down to Nolan Sean Uell and some of those other guys yeah, down there. Yeah, for, sh- for sure. Um, second base here. Uh, again, expensive guys are at the top. Altuve, Semi, and Albies, obviously all of them. If you, want, if you can figure out a way to get there, you can. On a smaller slate, though, it, it does – be a little bit difficult so i kind of gravitate right back to what we did on tuesday you know if ronnie marcio is in the lineup he's a split he's a switch hitter i i'll just take the savings and plug him in a position that i find to be rather weak um what are you looking at when it comes to second base here 
Yeah, pretty much it's Mauricio is a good value. And then I like Glaber a good bit. Numbers have been good of late. It's a good match. If you're not going Matt Manning, I think you can I think you get away with Glaber. I mean, he's got a OPS north of twelve hundred over his yeah. last ten games. Games at home, so he gets the ball in the air. Chances are it's gonna go. So if you're not going Matt Manning, I think you could pay up for Glaber at second base. I love that. Yeah, I love that call. A lot of gotta love the power upside. Again, a guy that was down for most of the year, his end of the season stats aren't going to look too bad uh, the way his August went and now into September here. So uh, good call on that one. The other one I'll give a peek at again. I know he is struggling a bit here as is the rest of the Royals lineup, but there was a point where Michael Massey was hitting the ball pretty well. If the mm-hmm. Royals do click after their, you know, performance a couple nights ago, uh, we saw him in that game, a double, a two run scored in RBI. We'll see what they do on Tuesday. Uh, but if this starts to be a trend where Monday, the Royals hit Tuesday, the Royals hit, I could get back on the Michael Massey train at 3,300 because Tuki Dusan does not scare me one bit. Yep. I think it could be another evening of a, of a Royal stack being a contrarian one. I think we're looking down the barrel of that one again. Yep. I like it. Uh, moving on over to the third base position here. Uh, again, a lot more of what we saw on the Tuesday slate where these top price guys don't have the, the best of spots. Austin Riley against Wrighty and Hudson. Obviously, that's a good spot for him. Uh, just for, for we don't think much of Dakota Hudson, but you know Bregman's going up against Scherzer. Henderson gets a lefty in Sandoval. Arnado against Strider. None of that sounds great. Nolan Gorman's got Strider. You know, if it's not Riley, you're probably finding yourself again dipping down into the into the mid tier. Where I, I kind of look at Mike Moustakis here again. I understand the Angels lineup is starting to struggle, but another lefty against Kyle Gibson here could be you know the key to success. Lefties against Gibson has been good to us this year. I could see it being good again. And and then there's some other guys too. We'll get to an outfielder that I, I, I kind of find appealing in there as well. But yeah, I definitely don't mind. I don't mind Moustakis at all. It's a good spot. Uh, what other third baseman are you taking a peek at? Well, we talked about the Royals. Michael Garcia is hitting the ball well of late too. 733 OPS over his last 10. And he's in a good spot. We get, Like we said, Tuki Toussaint's not very good. So we can definitely look to him. When you go down a little bit, in price tag like you go down like i so badly <sighs> no i can't even say that I this is a Brett baby you're looking at Brett yeah Beatty? i was that's exactly who i was doing i yeah. so badly want to play him m- most times but it's just he hasn't given me that reason to i wonder what happened right like obviously he was scorching the ball and mets fan was calling for his call up mm-hmm. he just was not able to adjust here at the major league level yet not 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 calling the end of his career he can certainly just go back down next year and we've seen plenty of guys struggle their first taste, come back up and rake. So, uh, but Beatty, a lot of people had high hopes for him, but just wasn't able to really pull it through this year. Yep. Yep. And then also if you go down there too, I mean, maybe a Mark Vientos type, if he finds sure. his way into the lineup. I mean, again, you're playing for one swing that you hope it goes a long way and a couple guys come around the base. Current form though, right? Ride the current form at 2200. If he has another good night on Tuesday, a couple of multi-hit games over the last few for him. So I don't, I definitely don't hate that. Uh, again, Joe Don is not someone we're looking to you know fade. You know, he's not that great of a pitcher. So, yep. Uh, shortstop here. Uh, I guess some guys we do like. Uh, Bobby Witt, sixty four hundred dollars. I'm not gonna shy away from Seager in the Verlander matchup. Uh, Lindor gets a Don Abrams. I would imagine to be back in the lineup after sitting out uh, the Tuesday game here. So, uh, top four of the five uh, shortstops for me, I think, are all in play. They are all certainly in play. Love Bobby Witt. Love a lot of those guys there. You go down a little bit. Big Bad Luis in Los Angeles hit the cover off the ball. And I don't know if we've said it yet, but lefties against Kyle Gibson has been pretty good. So that's something you can look at as he's been hitting the ball well of late. Anthony Volpe's down there in play as well. And then, of course, you get dual eligibility Ronnie Mauricio. So you get if you don't get a minute second, you can get a minute short. Exactly. 
Uh, other value plays, just kind of see Mason wins down here. We're not going to do that against Strider. Uh, that's probably it. You're probably right. Could be. Well, Paris had been playing. I guess if he finds his way into the lineup, I don't hate that at $2,200. Yep. I think it'll be probably one of those where if you really have to save money, you go down from him. But there's shortstop, I think, is going to be a position worth paying up for. There's so agree. many good options. You're going to want one of those big boys up there. Yeah. 100%. Uh, outfield here. Obviously, Ronald Acuna against Hudson at 68. You do have Judge. And then you got the uh, you know Astros guys have the Scherzer spot. Uh, how are you feeling about these top options? I think it's Acuna or bust amongst those top ones. I think that's the way to do it. And then you go down a little bit. Like I, I could be interested just because I am a little bit down on Scherzer's Again, forearm fatigue issue. Yeah, maybe looking at a couple of bats against him, if maybe a mini stack of Houston, if it's something that on a six game slate, like you're gonna have to differentiate yourself. And it's kind of weird to think that we'll all play Jordan and Kyle Tucker, and that's you know differentiating yourself. That's typically not the case, but yeah. it may not be all that far fetched. Yeah, if the arms not if the arms not there, right? If, there, if there's some issues with the with the you know fatigue, could be a spot to go. Yep, and then if you drop down a little bit in price tag. Boy, I think I'm going to get suckered into a whole bunch of Kerry Carpenter as a lefty <laughs> yeah. going up against Clark Schmidt. I just for I just foresee somehow, you know, you black out when making your lineup, and it's like, oh shoot, there's yeah. Kerry Carpenter. How did, I, how did I end up here? Yeah, yeah. I, I I get that all the time. Um, yeah, for sure. I like Santander here at forty four hundred dollars as well. Uh, again, a guy that has historically hit righty uh, lefties. Uh, Michael Harris at forty five against Hudson feels pretty strong as well. Just uh, getting more exposure to that Braves. Uh, lineup, uh, Moniac, Rangifo both hit from the left side against Gibson. So you can keep kind of running them out there. Hayes, Rosario also in the low 4K. Yep. It's outfield's actually really nice. I really like, I, like I'm thinking too. Can Eloy Jimenez get to Jordan Lyles? I would hope so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I would really hope so. And then you go down a little bit. I'm, I, I, I don't know. I think it may end up being my home run call for no reason at all, perhaps, but. I really like MJ Melendez against Tuki Toussaint. I don't know if it's going to be a Melendez wit mini stack, maybe throw someone else in there like a Massey or a Michael Garcia. Yeah, I like it. But something just it seems like it's a Melendez home run day. It's I'm, just, I'm I'm on board. He hits cleanup for them a lot of times. Um again, a couple of weeks ago, Royals were a red hot offense and doing a lot of damage here. Uh and Melendez is really having a breakout during that stretch along with Witt and and the rest of that crew. So if they, if they come through tonight, uh, against the White Sox, you could certainly see the Royals getting some extra looks here. Uh, Parker Meadows is another lefty bat that goes up against uh, Clark Schmidt here. Uh, could see the damage. 294-841 against him. Uh, the last 10 games for Parker Meadows here, and you get that lefty bat in Yankee Stadium. Feels pretty toasty. Um, but don't often play Ben Attendi, but again, if you're just anti-Jordan Lyles, he is at the top of that lineup. You could certainly find yourself getting there. And then Jason Dominguez is thirty one hundred bucks. So again, if you're a believer in Jason and not playing Manning, yeah, really great price tag for a guy that has a lot of power and speed. Yep, and it's one of those things where I love DraftKings as much as I will crap on them every now and again for some of the positional eligibilities they toss out there for players and stuff. I love how when prospects first come up, they stay underpriced for oh, yeah. so long. I we love played that. Corbin Carroll under four thousand dollars for like two months. They just like would not touch James and I every state were like Corbin Carroll's 38. Like, here we go. Let's just keep riding them out. Cause they just wouldn't touch it. Uh, and, and now he's been above five K for about three months. So take the value. 
if it ain't broke. And then one last one, too, if you're going to go Kansas City, Edward Olivera is down there at 2800 as well, very cheap. I agree with you 100%. All right, you kind of hinted it already, uh, but give me your home run call here. I'm going MJ Melendez. It just feels like a day I don't believe in Tuki Toussaint, so I like Melendez quite a bit. Uh, that's a pretty good one here. Um, you went Melendez. I'm going to go – give me – trying to think here. I'll go Matt Olson. Why not, mm. right? Cheating, I guess, maybe. But Matt Olson versus uh, Dakota Hudson feels like a home run play for me. All right, a couple minutes left in the show. Let's build a line. We got it half-built or ish, half-ish built. Uh, Strider, Manning, Alvarez. Uh, I feel like we're going to plug in uh, Maruccio here at second. Uh, we like spinning up at short. Did we want Witt or Lindor here? Or Abrams even? What, where, were your, where were your feelings? I think I would be inclined to go Witt. All right, we'll go Witt. You like Melendez. I agreed with that play. Uh, in the outfield, 35. Uh, let's see, third base. Third base... I kind of like Moose. You 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 like Moose here? I don't mind it. Uh, or Mike, actually, let's go, Michael. Let's get let's get a Royal stack going here. Michael Garcia. So we have thirty four hundred for first and two outfielders. Uh, Vogelbach is so tempting. I might just pl- I might just plug. <laughs> I might just I might just pull. Um, let's see if we go Chanel. That gives us thirty about thirty four a play for two outfielders. Uh, right. Olivares, well, four stack. Yeah, let's four stack KC. That gives us a 39. Um, and I'm I'm okay going Eloy here. See if you can get it done against Jordan Lyles. So uh Strider, Manning, Alvarez, Chanel, Mauricio, Garcia, Witt, Melendez, Olivares, Jimenez. Any other thoughts on the lineup there, Colby? Let's hope for a lot of runs in that KC game. Hope for a lot of runs. I, I would agree with you. Uh, that's a look here again at the sixth game. Uh, DraftKings main slate kicking off at 7.05. There will be some day baseball. Uh, get us in the Discord. Find us on Twitter if you have any questions for that. Uh, I believe, Colby, you're back at 5 o'clock, Houston, with me, right? I uh, believe so, yes. All right. Colby will be back with me at 5 o'clock. We'll break down the slate, any updated news and lineup notes that come out. Colby will be here with us. Uh, for now, everybody, good luck, and we will catch you all later. <laughs>